Hello everybody, thank you for tuning in today. I want to tell you how um, I had to come up at once, got knocked out of my saddle. I went to um, a Bible college years and years ago out west and went to Bible school for two years, took all kinds of subjects, never made a B, just, you know, come easy. And, you know, I just thought I knew everything. I was in the word of faith, name it, claim it. Health and wealth, charismatic, tongue talking, faith healing movement for years and years and years. And I read the Bible every single day, listened to it on CD by the hours. Uh, went to church all the time, not to say I'm any kind of saint, huh? buck wild heathen, okay? But I just, you know, ever since I was a kid, I read the Bible. I went to church, grew up at Southern Baptist Church. My mama, I remember a uh, Bible salesman came by when I was a kid and sold her a Bible, and I remember going to Sunday school, and that's just the way I was raised. I mean, I'm not saying that I was goody two-shoes, um, but I was raised in church, and I, we went to church on Sunday. We didn't even think about it. We got up and walked our tail to church. We lived right down the street from 85th Street Baptist Church, went every single time the doors was open, probably because we was broke and everything, didn't have anything else to do. We was the last people to get cable TV in the city of Birmingham. So there's nothing to do but watch three channels of TV or walk down there to the Baptist Church. So my whole life was, was going to church. Then I uh, became a teenager, and there's a church that had better-looking girls called Robert Park Baptist. So I had a car, so we driving over there. Went to Bible studies. It's a social thing, okay? But uh, I did go to Bible college and really thought I knew everything there was to know about the Bible and church and everything. And I didn't know uh, anything much at all about the Catholic church because my wife was born and raised Catholic. She left as a teenager to go get the Holy Ghost. There was an Assembly of God church in Birmingham, and uh, they spoke in tongues and got slain in the spirit and had healing and talked about visions. And that was very, very exciting to her. And a lot of her family left the Catholic Church. They started going there. And then we met, and I said, there ain't no way in hell I'm going to be a Catholic because I thought it was the biggest cult in the world. I really did. And I believed in the Bible, and but I didn't know where the Bible came from. To tell you the honest God truth, I just kind of assumed that uh, Jesus wrote out about half of it, and then uh, within a day or two, the apostle Paul and Peter and John and Jude and all James and all them, they wrote out the rest of it, and then they went down to Kinko's and had a bunch of copies made off and scanned them and faxed them and sent them out everywhere, and that within you know a week or two of Jesus going up to heaven, that the whole wide world had a Bible, just like mine, a holy Bible. I really did think that. Or I didn't think any other way. I mean, I really did think that as soon as Jesus left the scene, that somehow him and the apostles somehow real fast handed out King James Bibles. And then I found out later on, King James Bible was the only one my church go by. It said 1611 on there. 1611. And then one day it dawned on me. I remember I was in my police car, and I remember thinking about the Bible and where it came from all of a sudden I had and I was like 32 years old also I had a thought where my Bible come from how do I know it, it's that this is the, the right Bible how do I know where where did it come from and it really did bother me bother me for quite a while then I kind of got over it but anyhow I said I was a Birmingham policeman well I had a lieutenant first she was a sergeant and then she was a lieutenant 
uh, very uh, professional lady. She was a supervisor with a bunch of hellions. I mean, we was like 90% men. We all cussed worse than you ever heard cussing. We all drank. Uh, most of the guys run around on their wives. Um, we were a rough group, and she was our supervisor. So I was under her for uh, a few years, and then I left the police department. And um, next thing I know, fast forward, uh, 2013, I believe it was. Two, yeah, 2013. I was on Facebook. I ran into her on Facebook and found out she had become a Catholic. And I was thinking, damn, I, I respected this woman as being highly intelligent, and now she's Catholic. And then uh, I got into a debate with her. And, you know, all I knew about was Catholic is they worship Mary. Uh, they believe that a priest can forgive their sins. How stupid can that be? Um, they believe that they're eating Jesus and drinking his blood when they do communion. But to be honest with you, I kind of believe that too the whole time. Um, they believed in a pope. And everything the Pope says was God's word. And they believe in a place called purgatory that ain't even in the Bible. Heck, they believe in all kinds of things that ain't in the Bible. So I got an argument with her one. I was kind of picking at her. That's one of my thoughts is liking to argue with people. I got a lot of thoughts. That's one of them. And I remember talking to her. I'm not going to say her name. But I remember uh, saying, where's that in the Bible? And she said, where does it say it has to be in the Bible? And I said, well, the... Paul said, all scriptures inspired by God and blah, 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 blah. She said, you know, when he said that and wrote that, there was no New Testament. What? She said, he's talking about the Old Testament because when Paul wrote that letter to Timothy, there wasn't no New Testament. There wasn't no King James Bible. There wasn't no Holy Bible. There is a church and an Old Testament. I'd never heard that before. She said, in fact, the Catholic Church was rolling around the world preaching the word of God with no New Testament for almost 400 years. And then she said, look over here. She said, look here what Paul said to Timothy. He said, Timothy, uh, so you'll know how to be able to, in the, uh, be able to, how to behave yourself in the house of God. There's something in there where, where Paul told Timothy that it was the church that was the pillar of truth. And that really um, kind of slapped me in the face because her saying that Paul saying all scripture is given by inspiration was talking about the Old Testament because there was no te New Testament when he wrote that. I'm not stupid. I was a cop, had some detective skills, investigative skills. And I was thinking, well, she got me there. Then she said, you know, for three or 400 years, the Catholic Church, and she said the Catholic Church, because that's the only church there was. There wasn't no Mormon church, no Southern Baptist church, no Episcopalian churches, no storefront churches, no Word of Faith churches, no healing church, no Pentecostal, no Assembly of God, no Church of God, no Lutheran, nothing. There was a Catholic Church for 1,500-something years, so she, that's why she said Catholic Church. She said the Catholic Church believed what she believed way before there's a New Testament. And that really shook me up. And I said, well, how did they know what to believe and what to preach and what to do and how to get saved and how to do church? She said, oral tradition passed down from the apostles to their disciples by word of mouth faithfully over time. As a matter of fact, that's where 
what we call church tradition. And the first thing I said, that's traditions of men. She said, no, that's traditions of the apostles. That the apostles stayed with Jesus for three years. They cooked out. They did fish fries every night, cooked weenies, drank wine, and Jesus taught them. And that's what they did in those days. They didn't have YouTube and Facebook. And uh, they didn't have Apple TV and all this entertainment. They didn't have movies and football and all that stuff. What they would do in that culture is at night, after they put the dishes away, is they would sit around the campfire and they would teach and tell their history and pass things on. The word tradition in the Greek means to pass on. So the apostles passed on to their disciples, to their disciples, to their churches. They passed on the gospel. They passed on the things that Jesus said. It's in the New Testament. I think it's 2 Thessalonians 2.15. Paul tells them, to carry on the traditions that he gave to them, whether by word, talking, or epistle, writing. So the Catholic Church did a really, really good job preserving all the things that Jesus taught and did for a long time before there was ever a New Testament. So we'll finish this out in a little bit. Thank you.